Welcome to Football Hot Boys, a show where three hot seamen talk about football, bench press, chicken wings, and spam. There's a lot of chunks in that soup, man. Are you going to be okay with those like yeah, mushrooms or whatever? It's all liquid. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's miso soup. So like, it's just some tofu that I can mash up on like on the roof of my mouth, and then some oh, seaweed man. Yeah. that just goes straight down. You know, uh, I could. I'm just the stuff that was so appetizing when it was a solid is now even more appetizing when I think of it as a paste. So <laughs> it's great. It's great. Liquid tofu. <laughs> Listen, man. Solid tofu is already pretty bad. Well, mm-hmm. well, you gotta liquefy it. Yeah, then you got freebase it. You, you put it in the oh, yeah, pipe and right. you smoke it. Don't ever get a bone graft. You won't have to worry about it. Yeah. I guess not, dude. Listen, you got a bone graft in your mouth. You have to go to an entirely smoking diet. You have to only smoke. <laughs> no fluids, <laughs> no salad. Smoke only all smoking. the poles. Smoke the poles. Yep. Yep. The smoking poles. We That's recommend right. poles, uh, crack, um, uh, pretty much like anything you vaping. can buy with your friends. Yeah, vaping. Yeah, a lot of, lot, lot of hookah. Um, I, I have a pharmacist that you can meet. His name is Voldemort, and he's going to really hook you up with whatever you need to get through this diet. Hey, thanks, man. I, you know, I really appreciate that. I really do, you know? All right, good, good. I don't know how I feel about you bringing Voldemort out this early. Now we have nowhere to go up from. Yeah, we can just end the show right there. Thanks for yeah. joining us for Football Hot Eyes this week. I've been your hottest boy. Oh, boy. The, the, before I forget, there was a uh, fucking crazy video I saw uh, on the internet. I don't know if you've heard about it. Not crazy. But, uh... I wanted to get you guys' opinion on this because I don't know how this is possible. Okay. And I not, like I have enough information to you know kind of get some ideas, but the video kind of just and so basically the video I watched was through a guy that I watch on YouTube. He talks about like uh, basically like what's go- not necessarily workouts or lifting or nothing specific. Just kind of like he does a lot of uh, in depth stuff, like kind of like the science behind it, especially when it comes to like steroids and stuff, which I find mm. fascinating because I'll never do steroids, mm. but um, it's super fat. Don't say it like that. <laughs> mm, I'm not, I didn't say anything. I just made a noise. <laughs> but anyway, there was the video, which of course, like I had to watch. It was world record bench press, almost 1200 pounds. It was 11 and some change. I believe don't quote mm. me. Definitely over 1100 pounds. Confirm. I, I can confirm that. That's insane, by the way. Can I guess? Can I guess? What was his hands all the way out at the weights, and he had like a like a brick on his chest, and he went. Bro, like, you can ah, and then you can like, <laughs> talk about half rep and all. That's still uh, it's still fucking, a lot of weight, but, I, but yeah, I'm, you, you I'm saying you hold up 1,100 pounds. No, no, I'm, I'm no. That man would rip me in half like a phone book. I got, I got it. I got it. I'm just saying, once you get up into those like bench press, it's, it's, it's just like a weird like shoulder roll. Like, They're just holding plates. They don't have yep, a bar. Just, yep, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but so. He's going for the, like, max PR whatever world mm-hmm. record. And he's got three guys on each side of the bar, so by the uh, plates. And they're doing, like, a terrible job of just, like, one, there's, like, one person a piece that's, like, under them. Like, they're they're going to mm-hmm. bicep curl them, which I guess is correct if you were actually on them right. Like, yeah. you know, so you could, like, squat it up and help. But mm-hmm. they're literally, it's just all arms on it. And then there's one guy that helps him get it off. And then there's like three judges around, so you know it's like forty people, mm-hmm. and then plus all the you know people spectating and getting them on their phones. Anyway, guy fucking gets it off the uh, rack with help, of course. And he's I'm already like, okay, this is fucking not good because yeah. immediately he doesn't like. 
I understand that's a lot of weight to lock out, but he's not even close to having like like when you come off the rack and you know your arms yeah. are basically straight. He's already in half rep, you know, immediately. So he, he you can already see like oh he can't fucking control this. That's a lot of weight. And he starts going down, going down, boom, fucking bar slips out of his fucking hands, and. It's like a fucking, like when the dinosaurs died, man. This It's like a meteor fucking hits him in the chest. And then I guess the person that was filming it fucking freaked out. So they the camera, you know, pans off. And all you see, the last thing you see is this guy's tits, like, above his face, you know. Just He's broken in half, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, holy shit, is this guy alive, right? You know, that was my first question. So the guy that uh, was, com- you know, comment commentating about the video yeah it's like he confirmed he's like oh yeah he's he's not only alive but he's perfectly fucking fine like could bench press the next day yeah like nothing literally like he wasn't even injured and i'm like how the fuck i cannot wrap my mind around how that because how could he not at minimum broken his sternum bilateral pneumothorax you know what i mean like how how the fuck is he just like yeah it's okay guys waves and bows of the crowd I mean, you watch like those deadlifts, those squat records. Like, oh well, if it's too heavy, then you let go and the, it just falls and makes a big noise. But yeah, it's like bench press, you're kind of toast. Yeah, it's just like if you li- if you don't lift it, you die because this is like cause it just cuts you in half. Like if you're just like ripping one plate or whatever, and like ah, uh, you burn out. It's like on your chest. It's like oh, this is embarrassing, but you can like live. But like <laughs> right, yeah, right. it's yeah, you can't get the you bar can bail out. Yeah, yeah, if you're normal doing a no- you know a normal person doing normal weight. So I mean, in my mind, I was like, there's just no way he could be. So the only way I could justify is like, oh no, he's actually dead. Like his, or- <laughs> his. So what happened was he that was so much inertia and force that just blasted onto one man that his body hasn't had time to catch up to the impact yet. So in like two weeks, he's just gonna like just, in, just fucking explode and that's it. He's just gone from this realm. So it's like a five finger death punch, but instead of that, it's just like. An entire truck of weight falling yeah, on you. You just could be at the grocery store and just all of a sudden just explode like a fucking, you know, <laughs> yeah, like just like new- ripping half. Yeah. <laughs> this top half of his body just falls off. No, I didn't see the video or know the science behind sure. any of this, but like you gotta think of like if that dude can bench press that much, his chest, like his muscles have to be pretty dense. Like For sure. so, so like they would have to go through all of that muscle and tissue before it like collapsed him. You know what I mean? So like. I mean, I hear you, man, but 1,100 pounds is 1,100 pounds. It's, it's just hard for me to even grasp that that couldn't damage this man. That's absolutely insane. Uh, spe- I mean, the that's like other... a Volkswagen yeah. Beagle, Beetle, like, rolling onto him. He could bench press <laughs> yeah. it off. Like, it's not... <laughs> yeah, he, he's getting hit by a car. That's what he's doing. He's getting hit by a car, but the car is, like, the size of a baseball bat. That's it's worse, just, though. Yes, like, I know. That's what I'm everything saying. Everything I know about science, that's way worse. If you took a truck and turned it into a baseball bat as it was coming at you, <laughs> that's what happened that's what, to this man. That's why I'm like that. Oh, that's even worse because there's no. It's not as much like surface area for the force to disperse. It's literally just the size of his chest taking all the impact. It's I yeah, but it went across that. his pecs. Like it, it would have to go through his pecs to get to his sternum. Like I don't know. I don't know how big this dude's fucking man I mean, boobs are, but yeah, twelve hundred pounds can go through a lot real quick. <laughs> Care. I'll you can put tits it, are. Yeah. yeah, you can put whatever amount of tits you want in between that. It's 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 not going to break a sweat. 
It's gonna go right it's, through. It's getting to the ground. Like <laughs> clearly, it didn't. The dude's still alive. I, I yeah. I, well, and the and the fact that he had like an entire platoon of equally chunky beefcakes around him to rip it off his chest. Right. That's away. the thing. Yeah. Is that I didn't mention is the spotters looked. I mean, of course, anybody's gonna look inferior to this man when it comes to rotundness, but. Mm. I mean, they look like just, it was like us three spotting them. You know what I mean? And it's oh, like, he's wait dead. a minute. He's dead. Yeah, absolutely. Dead. Why wouldn't you get, you know, people that look like you to spot you? You know, that's Just the get the point. mountain. Just grab right. the mountain and have right. him do it, right? I mean, that dude has like the, the world record for deadlift. Like, he did that shit live. So it's like, you're just right. grab the fucking I mean, mountain he, and let him you do could it. Clearly, you could clearly tell that these people, when the shit went down, they were not, re- like, they were like, oh, we didn't, we, I thought we were just going to be on camera, walk, you know, with this guy breaking a record. I didn't think I was actually going to fucking spot this guy. You, you are going to need, yeah. You're going to need the world record of deadlift to deadlift that <laughs> off your corpse because you, <laughs> no one else is good. Short of a forklift, you're not getting that off you any other way. <laughs> I was watching Justin Fields' second pro day, which, I mean, I feel like most people should know what Justin Fields is after his career, and then after another pro day, and then a second pro day, but the one thing I will say is he just made, I think it was the entire point of him having that second pro day was he just did the Zach Wilson throw, Mm. and everyone's like, oh, okay, well, now he can do that too, so what's your fucking excuse? So that's the one thing I will say about that is he just did that Zach Wilson throw that everyone got all rock hard about. So, you know, your boy, attendance your boy. for uh, Justin Fields Pro Day. I uh, hope it was. Uh, hope it was your boys, the Falcons. Yeah. yeah. No, who probably wasn't there, the San Francisco 49ers, because they're going to make one of the most hilarious selections of all time in two weeks. <laughs> and Clark is going to be so happy. Like I've seen Clark. Clark gets excited a lot, but I don't know if I'm ever going to see him as happy as when Mac Jones goes to the 49ers. And that'd that be team's... a big deal. I mean, that's a really big deal for our division, man. And just looking at it on paper, you know, it's Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, uh, Matt Stafford, and then Mac Jones. It's like something. Hmm. <laughs> Some one, one of these the things other. is one not like these. the other. Right. One of these things is white, but like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I mean, so I I don't really like dislike Mac Jones and I feel kind of bad like shitting no, on him I, I but like that pick is terrible. I think we've all made our case that we, yeah. you know, we don't we, we understand what he is and like his value. He's you know I think he's his grade coming out is a perennial backup like for his whole career and there's nothing wrong with that. That's not a bad thing to be. And a good like a good perennial backup like I've been a little higher than that. I think he's a, he's a Kirk Cousins motherfucker. Like, he can kind of sit, like, right at the 16th, 17th best quarterback. The guy that you're afraid to replace. Because exactly, of, yeah. yeah. See, I, I, think that, I, I was going to say, like, Fitzpatrick, right? See, I'd, ra- could, I'd rather have that. I'd rather could, have could that. be a backup, could have some boom games. You know what I mean? Like, good enough, to, good enough to start, but will most likely spend a lot of time backup. I would rather watch that. I'm not sure I, I'd rather have that. I think he's more like Alex Smith, where not not any way they play is the same. God, no, no, no. But as far as maybe their potential career, where he comes, because he's going to get overdrafted, he's going to struggle, and then maybe later on in his career, it's like, oh yeah, okay. Like it, maybe if he wasn't a first round pick, he, his value would have he could have done this earlier. But because he's going to be taken so fucking high, it's just going to ruin the kid for his first five years in the league. I I just. So rarely do you like you point at a moment and go, "Oh, your your Super Bowl window just closed." Like that, like, you know, mm-hmm. never like just see it go clunk. Mm-hmm. You and that realize, does, and that yeah. should do it. Yeah, that yeah. should put a fucking bow on it. And because mm-hmm. that team's gonna get way harder to put together when you have to pay, you know, 
Nick Bosa right. and you right. have to pay all those defensive pieces and all of a sudden you don't have any picks to replenish those positions that you have to pay and exactly. yeah so yeah man like it goes as fast as it comes man yeah but then all of a sudden they pick Trey Lance instead and all of a sudden it's like ah fuck it's an entirely different right. future and, and man. I mean that's like, what you know that's what I have and because it's the right move so like you know hopefully they don't do it because I'd like to see one of us, not us in our division, but another team get weaker, you know, so. Well, that, that entire division's going to be a fucking bloodbath regardless. Even with Mac Jones there, it's just going to be a freaking bar fight. Very so true, man. I mean, they were they were competitive with fucking CJ Beathard or whoever, you know, so. Yeah, but that's the thing that blows my mind. It's like, okay, so I'm just going to get, if CJ Beathard is a four, I'm going to trade three draft round picks. For three, three and a half. Yeah, for, for a six and a half. Like, it's just like, okay, I upgraded, but did you, like, really upgrade when you could have had a 10? When you just saw Sean McVay, like, a fucking across the state go, hey, I need to sell out big to actually get a quarterback that can move the ball. Yeah, they got to- their six out the fucking, out of yep. town, Yeah. And, yeah, so, and, and you paid point. more than they paid to get rid of theirs to bring one in. It's good like, point, man. Yeah, that is a weird. Yeah, that's a weird thing. We always talk about how upgrading is very important at the quarterback position, mm-hmm. but there's also a disclaimer. Like the upgrade has to be more than just a little bit, you know? Because what's the point? At because you usually have to spend or give up draft capital, so the upgrade's got to be significant when you're paying. And if it is Mac Jones, uh yeah, man. I mean, I mean, it's, let's not. Maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe th- this is the se- the season of smoke screens. Like everything's a lie. I don't so, know why yeah. either. Because I mean, this draft should just be chalk for the first eight picks. I, I don't know why. I- I'm starting to. I am starting to hear the smoke screen kind of fade around uh, Atlanta. Though it's like, okay, yeah, they're probably going to take a quarterback there. Like, like, yeah, they're not going to trade back and take a tight end. So I I do think that's what they should do. I mean, as much as having Kyle Pitts on your team is pretty cool pete i mean you want a quarterback i mean we don't need kyle pitts like it would kyle pitts be great on any team absolutely any team would want kyle pitts but we don't need a tight end like we just got hayden hurst like we yeah, you just paid a second round pick for him too that's just yeah. crazy yeah so it's like we're not gonna move on from him like but i would i would prefer a quarterback because matt ryan's only getting older and we can get out of his contract next year so it's like Let's start planning for the future and get the fuck out of this overpaid. I, I don't am- know, man. I, I think am- I think it could, whatever. It could be like a Big Ben scenario where you 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 don't pay him that much when he when his contract finally is over, and you and, and you can still get some productive years out of him. I know how you feel about Matt Ryan. I think everybody. Well, his contract's knows. not over. Like we just have an out. That, that's my point, though. Is you have to you have to ride that out, and then when he does get cheaper, then then you have more, you know, capital to to. Get him Surround him with stuff. stuff. Just send yeah. him. Just send him. <laughs> I, yeah, but but you were saying get him the fuck out of here when when Matt Ryan was winning MVPs too. Right, so right. so so you're just send you, him. You, yeah, we're not going to convince you. It's like no, no, he'll be cheap, yeah. and then you can uh, like get a better. I, defensive yeah, I don't know end. why I play like, devil's we, we, we yeah. over, We've overpaid for for this long for so many years. Like getting him at a discount, we just break even. Like just just go. <laughs> That's a that is a point. So. I don't, so I, I guess to kind of slightly segue, like a slightly tangential, like we all, do we all think that Kyle Pitts will come off the board before any of the receivers? I I hmm. I think he will. I think he'll be. The I think first it's a strong possibility. Yeah, I think it's I, a strong possibility, but I'm not I'm not confirmed on that. Yeah, I don't I don't either. I think it, I think it is 100 percent like based on how the board falls. 
like how many how many players fall is where Kyle Pitts is going to land. Be- because if if things happen or get wacky before six, and then all of a sudden six is there, there's I just can't see them not taking Jamar Chase. Or so like the Bengals, who do they, like look at the Bengals? Who's that? Bengals could do in? anything though. Bengals you know could I mean? do anything. That's it. They could take they could take an uh, they could take an offensive lineman. Offensive line, yep, or, exactly. Or they could take a tight end or like or a receiver. That's well, it. Because like that's the thing I'm looking at here is it's like okay, which of these teams like takes Jamar Chase over Kyle Pitts? Because I I know there's the the rumor that like since he already has Jamar uh, uh, Chase written in pen. I like Pitts on that roster better just because the receiving core is pretty all right already. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's just a better team with Kyle Pitts there. And Miami is like, that's the first one where it kind of goes 50, 50. No, I, I don't think, see, I don't think, I don't yeah. think, I don't think so either. Cause I don't think yeah. Miami takes Kyle Pitts because they have Mike Kosicki. Like, I don't and, think they're going to bail on Mike Kosicki already. They still believe in him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but you can say that. I, do they believe in him more than they believe in Devontae Parker and Preston? Well, I, I, I don't know. Like I, the the one team I think where it's like, oh, for sure they're going to take Jamar Chase over Kyle Pitts is Detroit, just because like, oh, the, yeah, yeah, they, they lost. Yeah, because yeah, I I do think T uh, T uh, T J Hawkinson is like a legitimate tight end one. Like you don't have any questions about that. And they and they and need he, that alpha receiver there now. They do, they yep. do to for the for the Jared Goff era to get really built around that. So. <laughs> What was the one receiver that they signed again? Like oh, Detroit was, uh, signed it was uh, Terrell Williams. It's like, yeah, oh, that, yeah, yeah, that, that's your wide receiver one. Good lord. Well, okay, uh, Terrell Williams and, and Richard Perryman, no? Oh, oh you're right. It? Yeah. Okay. All right. My mistake. I didn't give Perryman his dues. My bad. Dude, that's but like Jets level receiving core like two years ago, man. That's that's exactly what it is. Well, it's like that just dawned on me how bad that roster is. Like I knew it was bad, but then I had like to say the players that were on the team out loud for me to realize holy fuck that team is really goddamn bad <laughs> like they might be the second worst roster in the league next to that houston roster because that houston roster is just oh it's so bad barf, it's so bad. barf i heard it. i can now i can't i can't use this for myself but mm-hmm. i heard uh it was matt Harmon. i'll give him credit I, matt yeah. Harmon called it the uh what was it the 2016 uh, fantasy football roster for like for like based on ADP, it's like Brandon <laughs> Cooks, uh, Dante Moncrief. That's pretty good. That's pretty. He's like, good. He, was like, he was like it was like the 2016 fantasy football roster that Dante everyone was Moncrief juiced about, but it that? didn't work oh, out. Yeah, Dante goes, that's, that's the that's the Houston Texans right now. That's really fucking funny and accurate. Dante Moncrief is gonna make that roster. He should, like like how couldn't he? That dude should be in Canada or catching balls from Johnny Manziel right now. Like I don't understand. Wow, yeah, he's gonna make that roster. It's incredible. It's, it's one of the funniest like set of skill position players. You know, what receiver the running back committee is. Kind Mark of Ingram, David Johnson. <laughs> this is a bunch of old guys that like all thought they had something left in the tank, but now they're just all here because they got nowhere else to go. God, David Johnson makes me so sad, man. Because like, I can't remember the last time I've seen it go like that. It, yeah. Oh, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. I'll say but, Todd Gurley went yeah, quick. Yeah. Well, Todd Gurley. That is interesting because when you watch him, it's like, oh, this is going to be one of the greatest running backs of all time. Like yeah, when you watch the fastest him. and biggest player on the field. Those stiff arms where he would like, it looked like a WWE move where like when they grab guys by the neck and the WWE and then the guys jumps to like make it the extra dramatic. Yeah. But he wasn't jumping. David Johnson was just picking dudes up by their trachea and slamming them into the ground. Like it was, 
He was it was brutal. Man. He was yeah. huge and just had all the tools, man. Could catch, could do anything. And then he got really, really, really slow. I remember like the first time I saw him take a handoff when it was that time. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was, what I happened? couldn't. Yeah, I, I was blown away. I was like, "Oh no, 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 no!" Where, where's any of the speed? It was just literally gone. It was fucking you know sap from him. It was also weird that he didn't like blow his Achilles or anything. He no. broke his wrist and his he came hand, back. man. Yeah, yeah his fucking upper extremity injury, and that was. I, I don't. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I mean that's like that's like Todd Gurley chasing LT's records like touchdown records, and then the next year he's just like glue factory gone. <laughs> well, I mean at least his injuries like coincide with you know running back problems. His knees, if, yeah, sure. yeah. If your knees don't work, you, it's gonna be hard to be a running back. I guess another guy I can think of that just lost it was 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 Ray Rice. Like, yeah, l- you, you've like, mentioned that before on here. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, where he, where when he was when it, like. Knocking ladies out in the elevators aside, like he, the last time we saw him, it was just, it was it wasn't there. It was gone. Yeah, it was it was completely gone. It's so um, weird, man. It, it is, but you think about how much damage those dudes take, and then it's like, think about like how you don't if you're working out and you're super sore and you don't want to train. Imagine after Let's you fell get down, beat up, literally yeah, in a fight every you, every snap. You fell down thirty flights of stairs, got hit by a car, and then that guy dropped that bench press bar on you. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, now you have to go through rehab. It's like, nah, I'm gonna lay in this bed and just feel sore for a while. I'm gonna go hit this woman. I mean, lay in this bed. <laughs> but like, it's like, so so I get it. Like, I bet it's hard to recover from just like constantly beating or, or, or like Larry Johnson. Remember when he just mm. he had that huge year, but he also had like 400 carries, and then like he just it was over. Yeah. Yeah, running back is a whole different thing, man. It's a, it's a little harder to age in the NFL, especially at the skill position, than it is in other positions or like other sports. Like the NBA, I think you can you can age a little better in that as opposed to oh you're a wide receiver where speed is so fucking important. You know you can play basketball slow; it's possible, and you can be mm. really fucking good at it. It's hard to be a slow receiver and be good, man. Well, it's like when you and I were talking about like starting a dynasty basketball league and we're talking about how it's going to be different than the football. It's like, oh, you can still draft old guys mm-hmm. in the NBA because they're mm-hmm. going to be good for almost 15, 20 years. Yep. Like, like I'm not wishing this on you. I'm not putting bad juju in the universe, Pete. But like, what if Christian McCaffrey comes back and it just looks like that? He knows like, that's a possibility. Yeah, oh, like he knows that's a possibility. Yeah. Like, because running back is like that fickle. It's that like, fucking it's, volatile. Yeah, yeah. I was just about yeah. to say the same word from TC. Yeah. Like, it, it really is. Like, and you you hear it everywhere. If you listen to like fantasy football podcasts, you hear it everywhere. It's like that fucking two to three year window, two to four year window. After their first contract, get out from under them. Like, and then you have these players like Christian McCaffrey that you don't want to move on from in the event that they can continue to produce. Eventually, it's going to happen. It's going to happen yeah. with all running backs. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it it, it it it's crazy. But like, or even like guy like Le'Veon Bell, man. Remember like how like transcendent he, he looked, looked than anybody at that it, position. Yeah, it, it, product one thing of the I, Steelers, though. Yeah, product of the Steelers. Oh come on. Well, I I always think of Le'Veon Bell where like. There are certain players throughout NFL history where they play a game a certain way where you could like just you could like edit out all of the detail and just sew their silhouette and you would know who that player mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. Like like Barry Sanders, he ran like he was giving birth. Like he had like this big wide 
running stance. His hips were always locked straight out. It, or like Earl Campbell is like a bowling ball or sweetness ran a certain way. Like Le'Veon Bell was that guy. Like he ran like no one else had ever run before where he would just stop. Like, oh, where's the whole oh, boom? And they would go. And how and that, fast he would accelerate after stopping was exactly another level. And then he came back with the Jets, and it's just like, oh, he's just runs straight now. Like, that's over. Well, <laughs> and I think you're leaving out a part that needs to be mentioned, too, because I think this is a huge factor. He sat out well. a year. Yeah. Say that again? He sat out a year. That was, no, that boom. Was, yeah. Boom. Yeah. You, dude, when you're a premier athlete and you're literally training every day to be the best in the world, and you don't do that for a full fucking year, that is a <laughs> lifetime. Like, yeah. that's, that's a, a legit, that's a legit mm. lifetime. And, and, for you to get back to where, even where you were would take so much more time than training camp. More time, you know. Mm-hmm. More time than an Adam Gase training camp. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would. I would agree with that. Well, because yeah, your body's not used to contact, and then like even if mm-hmm. even like through training camp, like you're still not getting hit by your own teammates the way True. so it's been are going to hit you. Almost so, like, two years you haven't been touched. Yeah, that's a good point. We've said all these things, and then think about Adrian Peterson, who. He's like on 15 years in the league. He sat an entire year out because he hit his kid, and then he tore his ACL, came back eight months later, and ran for 2,000 yards. Yeah, he's, like, the, he's the Vince. He's the Vince Carter of the NFL, man. Just yep, some, exactly. Just some guys are just bred differently. Where Frank all Gore. they, yeah, Franco is another. All they can <laughs> do is play their sport. Like that's all they want to do. That's all they can do, and they're not going to stop until the last fucking minute man and it's it's very impressive yeah that's yeah. Gore. tore his acl in college told him tore another acl in, in the nfl and he's still kicking like i, I that dude's gonna later. he's gonna be an nfl running back by the time his son is drafted as an nfl <laughs> running back dude <laughs> dude I, I like right now it's like rookie draft is coming down the pipe at, at us for dynasty so we're all doing a lot of work and we're looking at a lot of guys with a lot of injury history and I'm like, oh, I really don't want to inherit that injury history. And what keeps popping in my head is Frank Gore and Willis McGahee. Willis McGahee's leg left the terrestrial plane. It went into low orbit and was gone. And everyone's like, oh, that guy is, might just die. Like, he's definitely not playing football again. And then he came and he played for like eight years. Yep. Like, yeah. he was in the league forever. And, and then Frank... Frank Gore had again both of his knees bend the wrong way at some, at one point, and he is one of is the fourth all time leading rusher. So it's just one of those things where it's like God, you have really have to just go fuck it and surrender to the luck gods, and just go like, all right, who's the best player and just and just do it. Like yep. you, you almost kind of have to not just not be scared of it. And just kind of the, the, the tread on the tires argument is is old and it's it's outdated. Like I, I don't mm-hmm. want to say outdated, but it's outdated because. Like the 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 medical and like the the supplements that are out nowadays, like are are they're keeping people younger? Steroids, steroids. Yeah, like steroids. Steroids, anabolic steroids. Whatever the case may be, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But like the the medicines that are Clay out Matthew, and available now, like <laughs> you can't you can't you can't say no. He's got too much tread on the tires when he comes out of college. It's not going to work. Like that's not an argument anymore. Yeah. When you can take one fucking needle in the ass and be shredded to the fucking gills. You know yeah. I mean? That doesn't <laughs> trans- work anymore. You just give him one shot and he turns into DK Medcalf. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> you hear Dude, the sound of his body changing. <laughs> I don't know how this guy popped my head, I guess, because we're just harping on running backs. But I got one mm. more before we move on. The, yep. This is more of like just one of the wackiest running back players. It, based on his 
weird transition because I just had like a weird roller coaster with this guy. Mm-hmm. It was Steven Jackson. Uh, mm-hmm. It was Steven Jackson because he was really good for a short period of time and he was like, he was known for being a bigger running back. And then I remember when he came back, I don't know if you guys remember this, I'm sure you do, when he suited mm-hmm. up for the New England Patriots and he looked like a fucking Clydesdale horse in the Done. backfield. Done. And Done. I, could, I, I was like, is that hit? Because if he would have looked like that back when he was actually good, he would have, oh my God, you got a fucking card <laughs> of him. <laughs> That's fantastic, man. We'll get to cards in a second. Uh, yeah. I lost my train of thought because you showed me that and it made me think of this shit Steven Jackson. Too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Slow Steven Jackson. That's where we were. But yeah, he was, but like, he looked two times as, and he was already big when he was good, but he looked two times as big when he was old and not good. And I don't know if like the pads added 30 pounds or the cameras did that, but man, it was, it was wacky. Absolutely wacky. They looked at. Now I just want to talk about what the fuck. The, the cards <laughs> yeah, P, I'm, oh my god, dude! All right, first of all, for our listeners, we will, yeah. we have to put these cards on uh, Facebook. So once yeah. this ep- once this episode drops, check Facebook because you're gonna fucking laugh your tits off, man. But I just keep getting texts from this motherfucker at work, <laughs> and all he does is just sends me. Uh, first of all, AJ has a fucking crazy sports cards collection where he just has some of the most random shit. And at least once a day, I get a player card sent through text to me, which is the wackiest fucking name, man. And <laughs> one today, I literally like was in the middle of work and I almost had to like go home. I, was, I, I couldn't believe this fucking card existed, man. And you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm sending it to Pete right now just <laughs> yes. so he can see it too, so he can actually believe. Yeah, I don't want to tell it until Pete sees it, but I'm going to say it. for the. I'll put, I'll put it in the Discord. I'll put it in the yeah, Discord. Yeah, put it in the Discord. Yeah, just text it to him. And then I'll, I'll, once this podcast drops, I'm going to put it in the fucking, uh, on Facebook. But what were some of the other ones? I'll say those names. Uh, uh, Dick, Dick, Dick Drago. Pol- Dick, Dick Drago. <laughs> Dick Drago. Dick Drago. Good old dragon Dick, dick. I remember that and, one. Yeah, yeah. And, and Dick Pole. Yeah, and Dick, dick Pole. <laughs> and it was, oh, what was it? It wasn't, it was, uh, hold on. Yeah, Dick uh, Pole. Sleepy Floyd. Sleepy Floyd, yep. Dick Dick Pole's a good one, man. <laughs> Peach is hot. Did you see it? <laughs> I saw that card and I'm like, no, that is that's not real. Like I, I thought that was like a joke card that someone had stuck in. <laughs> Isn't that the funniest fucking thing? <laughs> I thought, and, I'm like, did did he play in the NFL? I'd like look it up. I'm like, no, it's 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 a not er. So it's yeah. And, and AJ also says so. If their name's not funny, they have to be at least like the most generic Western looking white guy that could belong in like a Marlboro like a Marlboro fucking cigarette cart. And he sends me that he's got like Bob Trumpy and he just Bob Trumpy like, because it. <laughs> he looks the like Donald Trump. Even that. Yeah, it has the same fucking hair, dude. It's Bob Trumpy, and he has the same the most hair. Most generic white guys. Uh, no, 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 what was it? The oh, uh, <laughs> the guy that where it was a basketball card, and the basketball looked fourteen times bigger than a normal. No, basketball. that was uh, Rudy Tomjanovich. That was yeah, Rudy Tomjanovich. Yeah, Rudy Tomjanovich. He's six eight, and the ball looks like it's a beach ball. It looks like he's on a beach ball. <laughs> so it, it, it's that. It's the goonish. It, it's the twenty three year olds that look. 48 yeah like back yeah. when every person in america started smoking at 13 everyone just like ages, ages so, so hard and when you're like just eating spam and all your food's boiled <laughs> and shit like it's just like it's 
Yeah, it, it, it's rough. You everyone I looks rough. Eat that. I could probably That's disgusting. You need. You, you, you were just eating phlegm soup earlier, so don't don't get too like critical of people's diets. Maybe I'll just boil the spam and then it'll liquefy, and I can just fucking drink that. I can just spoon it between my teeth. It's disgusting. I mean, was I the only one that had to eat spam when we were in the Navy because I was hanging out with Filipinos? I didn't eat it when I was. I ate it when I was a kid because no fried spam, dude. That's yeah, yeah. I've had it. Yeah, no. I I I went to a bunch of parties in the Navy where it's like, hey, I made this fried spam. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be rude. That's like that's like a delicacy in Hawaii. Like, Hawaii goes crazy over some fried spam, bro. Oh man, it's gnarly. It's like yeah, really not good. I just don't like eating things that were clearly forced into a shape they don't want to be in. Like it's just <laughs> things that have been loafed. I like, I don't, like, no, I don't, I don't want to cost 22 cents. So that, that's <laughs> I'd be surprised like is there any nutritional value in it at all? Like is there is there like there's salt? Uh, there's salt. Yeah, I was say yeah, salt, right? Does it even there's have there's calories? Salt. It's just salt. Yeah. This is salt and fat, I think, right? <laughs> shit ton of calories then. That's a shit ton so of calories. So there's a lot of calories. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's got to be dense with just calories and salt. Yeah. Hold on, I'm going to google it. What is in spam? Yeah, well, I want to know what its nutritional value is, because I have no idea. It's not something I think about, or you know. What is what is spam? It is a canned cooked meat product? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't answer my question. <laughs> a canned cooked. Meat product is that what it, is that the definition? Uh, okay, so read a little bit farther. Is made from ground pork and processed ham. I feel like the term "processed" is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that description. <laughs> it's the scariest uh, word in that description. Yeah, it definitely. That. It gives you. It's the most mysterious one for sure. Uh, <laughs> the meat mixture. Don't like how that sentence started. Um, is combined with preservatives. Didn't get better. Uh, and flavoring agents. <laughs> I love how they're not using any descriptive no, it's, word. It's like, or it, anything specific, I mean. They're using not, no specific a, words. Yeah. This is like the politician of meat products. It's just yeah. all like vague promises that don't... Yeah. No, there's not been one specific word. Like, not one ingredient. Not one real ingredient. Oh, here we go. Sugar, salt. There we go. Uh, potato starch. <laughs> I feel like it's like 99% potato starch, but we're going to roll past. Sodium nitrate. Ooh, yeah, that's... The, that's that's most of it. That's, that's what most, we're there for. That's, that's all you can taste. It. That's what yep. you taste. Uh, and vacuum sealed. Oofta. Okay. Uh, oh. It's and all that in a big gray loaf. Yep. It <laughs> it, I still can't been, get over the first part of that, dude. That I'm laughing my ass off. <laughs> cooked meat product. <laughs> that is a dangerous vagary right there, man. What's the difference between... So a product, I guess, is better than a byproduct, at least. Ooh, yeah, that would have been bad. So if it would have said byproduct, I would have... That, that, that's hoofs and skin. Yeah, and that's like not noses. even actual Yeah, tails. That yeah. yeah, that's that. That's not... I mean, leather. Like, that's that's not food. <laughs> you just might as well eat a belt, like like a leather belt. <laughs> I think I'd already rather eat a belt. Yeah, over spam. spam. Yeah. All yeah. right, there you go. Serving size, uh, two ounces. Servings per container, six 180 calories. So 180 calories per serving. For, so it's like six like, ounces or two ounces? Uh, that is for size two ounces. And there's two ounces is 200 mm-hmm. calories. So an uh, ounce is 100 calories. So it's about a thousand calories yeah. a can. In Holy that neighborhood. shit. That's a 
calorically dense fucking can, man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, after yeah, the yeah. zombie apocalypse, spam we go, man. Yeah, that's like, how you survive there, man. Holy shit. It's, it's it's like human cat food is the thing that my brain keeps like going back to. It just looks like cheap cat food. I mean, I have a problem. I eat tuna in a can, so like I do eat shit like that. But I still, it kind of gets me for a second, and then I'm like, chicken of the sea. Yeah, I just uh, anything in a can is kind of it, it. Just takes me a second to kind of you know I have to get over it for. The, the, there are certain things having married into a Puerto Rican family where i'll occasionally be served and i'm like in my brain i'll go no don't don't eat that no that's not food um the, the one i can specifically think of was tongue they served me beef oh. tongue and for the record it tasted fine like it, like the the meat itself tasted good but it has a very unique texture and the entire time your brain is going, you're eating tongue, yeah. you're eating tongue, you're eating tongue, you're eating tongue, and like that part of it like fucks with you as you're eating it. Like if I hadn't, if I just eaten it and not like, oh, this is just beef, I've been like, fuck yeah, rock and was roll. It, was it, it in adobo? Uh, it was like it was like pickled is the best way I can okay. describe oh, it. It was like God. floating in like a vinegar oh, sort God. of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the things the things you do for love, man, I I, I, I don't know what That's to say. That's why I don't believe in it. That's why I don't <laughs> fucking... <laughs> I don't... Your cat doesn't ask you to do any of those things. But yeah, man. I love I one thing and you guys know what it's my cat a tree. That's mm-hmm. it. And he doesn't ask me to eat fucking vinegar tongue. So that's, <laughs> that's why I love him. Oh, oh, now that's all I'm thinking about, man. <laughs> Imagine having it in your mouth. And that's definitely all you're thinking of. <laughs> and you're just like trying to be polite, and it's like, oh, yeah. This is it's, like, it's like your in-laws. Well, it's your in-laws, too. And like this is like when we were dating, and it's like, yeah, oh. no, I'm, white boy's game. He's up for whatever you got. <laughs> Let's do it. It's just like... <laughs> I wish they would have put a little of that fucking uh, Asian zing or whatever that was. No, on that, that was um, mango habanero. Man, yeah, that a little mango almost, habanero on it, man. That was I almost fucking... didn't make it to that tongue because I almost died <laughs> eating mango habanero wings. We we I I am a like stereotypical white Irish guy. I, like I cannot eat hot like anything that has any kick to it, and I I would be put you know to bed. So I know what you went through, man. Like I laugh at you, but it would have probably affected me worse than it would have you, man. So to quickly tell the story, um, every time someone leaves the Navy, um, everyone who's still in the Navy has a party to be jealous of that person. (laughs) And uh, so one of our friends was leaving the Navy. We were all still in. And uh, we sent uh, one of our friends to essentially buy a crate of Buffalo Wild Wings and then bring it to work so a bunch of... uh, chunky military people can just dive into the crate and cover themselves in sauce and wings and eat them and um and not work instead of not work. not not well we were already weren't doing that so the <laughs> wings were not part of us not working it anyway at a certain point all buffalo wild wings wings are various shades of sticky brown and <laughs> so you just reach in and you grab one you eat it and i did that Generation grab, mmm, yum, tasty. And I'm sitting there talking to my my dear dear hot boy friends, and all of a sudden, pain and suffering <laughs> and perspiration and perspiration wash over me. And I'm like, oh, and the universe parts and light spreads into my eyes, like, oh, so I'm dying. Turns out one of those 
uh, greasy brown slime covered <laughs> wings that I was eating was mango habanero, and it was just searing its way through me, through my body, into my core, and turning me into a white hot phosphorus human and i had to keep and my composure i maintained my composure pretty good at first you did okay i'm just like "Mm, yep i'm suffering but i'm having this conversation i am sweating excuse me one moment i'd step away and go to the water (laughs) fountain and just like glug 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 drink as much as i can come back "Mm, yes this is a very good adult conversation i'm having then then oh excuse me one moment and run away to the water fountain again and drink i did about three or four times before fucking clark and cody caught on it's like hey man are you okay why, yeah why, why are you so sweaty and why do you keep running away to that bubbler it's like oh because i'm dying because i'm a white man who can't handle spicy food i just I remember the i remember my favorite part of the whole fucking situation was the day after where I was like, yeah, dude, I was the rest of your day. You're like, oh, that was it. I was fucking done. Like, your whole day was, ru- like, you just literally went home and, like, went into a fucking coma. And that was your whole day. It's like asking someone what they did after they ran a marathon. Well, they, w- they went to bed and they laid there and they asked themselves why they ran the marathon. Uh, that was me, but it was just a hot chicken wing. Chicken that wing, I ate. yeah. Yep. So that shows you. Why the- I eat that fucking chicken wing. Those are my favorite wings, too, by the way. Oh, fuck you. Those are my oh favorite. my god! Yeah, no. dude, Pete is the only exception to like white people with red beards that can eat hot shit, man. I can... Well, yeah, I mean, maybe you don't have any teeth, and you just gum it, and so you know, none of the hot stuff gets down. I have all but, my teeth except for one. Like you're getting that, this shit twisted. <laughs> that's listen. This isn't a video, and the truth is what I sell it as. For the record, I can actually handle spicy food pretty okay, but habaneros specifically, like specifically habaneros, destroy me. And it, it was also like when I was in the police academy and they pepper sprayed me and like the number one ingredient in pepper spray is habanero sauce, which makes me question why people eat it. Anyway, <laughs> they they time your recovery and I had like a twice as long recovery as anyone else in the academy. I just it took me like 27 minutes to recover or something like that. I don't know, man. I just don't like yeah. it. I remember me and you had a conversation about shit you know related to this where it was yeah you know how some people think it's like cool or funny to eat wacky stuff either be like hot taste bad or i'm like dude, i am 29 years old i'm not gonna eat anything that's like fun that's not uh, like you know like when i'm not eating young. anything on a lark that's like right. oh yeah i don't eat used to fun. be cool <laughs> like when you were young, like when you were six and you would yeah. eat like you know oh i remember like uh there was those beans those harry potter beans that was like oh this one tastes like earwax i'm so glad you brought this up me and my stepdad <laughs> just did this like what two years ago we just got all the fucking rancid ones we could oh, and we were just like, yep, oh team up, let's go no you shouldn't way. be allowed to vote but no, you're also like, talking to the dude that'll go buy like all the the hot ones hot sauces well i shouldn't say i buy them i get them as gifts for like father's day and shit for my lovely wife sure. but i'll get like hot ones hot sauces and i'll just dabble in those throughout the, the year I don't, I don't know. I, do I, I don't eat anything on a dare or a lark or like. Exactly. It, it, yeah, it's just like exactly. I, as a prank. I don't eat anything yeah, as yeah, a prank. I'm not going to get like, a laugh out of me like suffering from food. That's not. No, I'm going to eat like a like a Chili's fajita. And it's like, okay, cool. I'm done. <laughs> that was too adventurous for me. That was wacky enough. <laughs> yeah. Man. Orange chicken. Woo, look at me. This is crazy, guys. Look at me go. Oh, Jesus You Christ. want the spam sandwich? Get that out of here. I don't care how funny it is. All right, enough about burning assholes and fucking... <laughs> <laughs> what do we got about football, guys? 
Yeah, we didn't well, get back on track. Well, I mean, the, we were in a de- like literally the most exciting thing that happened newswise this week was James Conner signing with the with the the Cardinals. I guess like Julian Edelman re- retiring. Yeah, Jul- yeah, J- yeah. Okay, so there is some meat on that bones. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, I would like to throw it there. He's not a Hall of Famer. I don't feel like he's a Hall of Famer. Dude, um, we had this. Com- you remember we had this conversation like three years ago? We had the, we had, we had this conversation after the catch. That's what like, it was. Yeah. yeah, it was right after he made the catch that killed Pete. Um, mm-hmm. And I still don't feel like because I feel like he's in the same neighborhood with like Donald Driver and Heinz Ward and guys that were like super important to where they played. But as far as like the grander scheme of the league, just I, I just don't feel like people just don't remember the definition of Hall of Famer, man. That's the problem. It's like, yes, he had a lot of big fucking moments, very important postseason moments. But at the end of the day, it's not all about numbers for Hall of Fame, but it kind of is. Yep. <laughs> so and he just his numbers aren't there. They're just not there. No, I, I do think like I know one of the things I always say is like if, if you want to get in the Hall of Fame, were you ever the best player in the league at, at, at your position in the league? He was never the top no. 10 best player. No, at his position. It, it's why guys like Terrell Davis, who were like incredible for a very short amount of time, are right. still in the Hall of Fame because like what they did was so special when they did it. That's fine. Dude, if it took so, T.O. that long to fucking get like there's just in no the, way. the backlog at receiver two is stupid. Yep. Like so it's just not. It took guys like Andre Reed and Chris Carter and T.O. just so long to get in. And, I mean. All right, so here's a question for you since you brought up Mm T.O. He had, you know, some off-field, some attitude, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. That's why it took him so long, but yeah. Yep. Does does A.B. ever make it to the Hall of Fame? Probably not. He he was the top receiver for back-to-back-to-back years. Like it's gonna be hard to tell him no. You know what? Now, the, I think the Super Bowl put put him over the. You know what? I'm gonna change my. Now that I think about it, I think this is a big deal. Him winning this ring, and he, he actually played well in the in the Super Bowl too. I think that that'll help his case. I think he was the best receiver in the league for three years. almost three or four years. Yeah, and I back think to back if to back too, he like hadn't lost his uh, mind uh, and froze his feet off and blew a load in the back <laughs> of someone's head and like a bunch of other stuff. I like, think I got too blindsided by what Pete said at first about the disciplinary uh, repercussions. Mm-hmm. I think I let that kind of, but yeah, I'm kind of right. So that if if that happened to you, how many of the higher powers is that going to happen to? Like, does he make it? Is the question. I I don't know. I mean, you I, have to, I mean, I think he's the bar. You have to be. Almost as good as AB with with that track record as far as off field antics. I mean, or, or or like look at Chad Johnson. Look at you know Terrell. Those are all three good examples. And they and you could safely say that all three of them were the best receiver at one point in the league. I think so. Sure. I think I would say that his career is comparable production wise to Calvin Johnson. Uh, so Calvin Johnson was the first ballot. Mm-hmm. So like but again, I, Calvin Johnson had a clean track record too. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So like. I, I think he is a Hall of Famer. I think it's going to take him a while to get into the Hall of Fame. Um, the one, so the one thing I will say about Julian Edelman, and, and the one argument I think you could make, is I do think one of the arguments to get into the Hall of Fame is, can we tell the story of the NFL without you? And I think that is the, like what will eventually get Eli Manning in. Is like, oh, we can't tell the story of the NFL without, without mentioning two you. Yeah, Patriot 
yeah, upset. Yes, yeah. those are so significant, and he was so great in those moments. And he also statistically is sneaky up there with with some stuff. But I mean, it, so that's a whole sorry to cut you argument, off, but but, yeah. but what you just said answers the, the the like the question where it's just a preposterous question. What you just said is the difference between Wes Welker and Julian Edelman. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What yes. you just so, said is that. If Julian Edelman had the stats of Wes Welker, oh, this is not a conversation. Not even a co- yes. Yeah, we wouldn't be talking yeah. about it. Yeah. So, it, Wes Welker is like one of the one of the the snarky semi annual treats that uh, tweets that I send out is an update on the Wes Welker ring count, which is still zero, um, and that is still an absurd thing to me that Wes Welker was on that team so long and was essentially. On that team, the only years they never yep, won the championship. The only time they didn't fucking win something. The championship was 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 fucking Jill, was Wes Welker and and Randy Moss. Randy Moss. When, that, when that team was its most explosive, it couldn't win a championship, it, it, which is again Eli Manning. Yep, Eli Manning again. This the 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 story of the NFL, and then Eli is right there in the middle of it for sure. Yeah, man, it's fucking nuts. I like Hall of Fame talks though, man, because again, some people just need to remember what it actually. It's not an all-star game. It's not a Pro Bowl. It's the Hall of Fame. You know? it's, it's also one of those things that's like super... It's not like arguing whether or not gravity exists. Like, I can't <laughs> just go like, boop, there it is. Argument is over. It's a it's, subjective it, conversation. It's a sure. wildly nebulous thing. Like, I wish I could just elect 2014 Josh Gordon to the NFL. Like, not Josh Gordon, but just that one year <laughs> of Josh Gordon. <laughs> I, I was thinking about that. Like, could you assemble a team entirely out of like just? You would have to specifically seek out people that weren't great players, but had like one incredible year. Okay. So, so what? So, what you're saying is, if you have how many years do you have to have that are great to where you become a great player? That's a, almost a separate argument but like yeah like like is it three i feel like it's like three ish yeah where it's like not a fluke at three um but i feel like that's like josh gordon it's like priest holmes uh, to back him up uh uh matt schaub um oh my god uh brandon floyd three times uh (laughs) You, that is one of the weirder careers ever where he would just randomly appear and have like 1,300 yards and then disappear for five years and come Who, back. What cornerback yeah. am I thinking of? Uh, he was a Raiders cornerback. Uh, uh, Namdi Asamoah. Yeah, Namdi Asamoah. Namdi Asamoah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do Antonio Cromartie three different times yeah, too yeah, if you yeah. want to do the Brandon Floyd of cornerbacks. You could do yeah. the fucking Cardinals version of him. You could do that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Kabir Bajan, Bill Mella, yeah, and Aaron Campman. You could do that twice. Your pass rushers could just be two Packers. There you go. Um, uh, uh, Chris Borland, they're talking linebackers too, who just showed up, had an amazing rookie year, and then retired. Um, oh my gosh, this is fun. I wish I had like actually prepared. Yeah, uh, that uh, is an interesting conversation if we prepared. Uh, Albert Hainsworth. Oh my like, god, that's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he could do that entirely off guys on like who had big contract years. Like Corey Davis is a potential candidate if he just falls into a giant pit in New York. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who was that Broncos and Browns running back? What era? Pey- Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis. Oh, Peyton Hillis. Peyton oh, Hillis. Oh, the, the fullback. Yes. Dude, you could put him on that. The, 
put him he's on the, on the cover of the book. Yep. yep. If if you're building this team, he's on like the game program. He's like, one that's of the weirdest <laughs> players in NFL history. Like on, he, he's in a fucking complete anomaly. It's so wacky. Yeah, there are certain moments in um, like NFL history where I wish our dynasty league existed because I can just imagine who would have got burned on him. Then yeah, just oh just the God. fevered panic of someone trying to trade Peyton Hillis. Like, no, he's really good, guys. Give me a bunch of first round picks for this guy, and the entire league's like, no, we don't, we're not buying it. It's yeah, <laughs> you have to eat this guy. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's touch on James Conner for a minute since we brought it okay. up. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. The the one thing I'm gonna say is like, a not a Cardinals fan is told you. Like yeah. this, this is like there was just no way Chase Edmonds was going to get significant volume in our offense, and I'm not saying that because I don't like Chase Edmonds. I'm saying that just because I watch football and know how football works. It, it, it just it's just such a weird signing to me. It yeah, is, but this it, is this is the safest like Chase Edmonds could be, like as far as like a signing, right? They didn't draft a rookie. They brought in an old veteran that is. One gonna be like, I mean, he could just be a spell back and just give Chase Edmonds a break, or I he could be the between the tackles and Chase Edmonds I, is your is yes. your pass catcher. Like, that's the role I see. I mean, I don't think we brought him because we would have just drafted somebody if, if we had other ideas. We yeah. brought this guy in to get significant volume, which I'm okay with because when James Conner was good, he was really good. And I mean, is he gonna be any worse than what Kenyon Drake was last year? Hopefully not. You know, I so. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I just feel like this offense is all about space and speed, and James Conner brings you neither of those things. He doesn't operate in space. He's not particularly fast. And I, so I, I just don't – I saw that. I'm like, okay. As a Chase Edmonds dynasty owner, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Because like, I, I don't see what Chase Edmonds carries that I was expecting Chase Edmonds to get that James Conner takes away from him. Like, I, I, yeah. I just feel like it's the same – I mean, I, 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 it's the I safest it's signing a, for Chase Edmonds. It's the no. safest signing for Chase Edmonds. I think as far as a fantasy, I don't know if this is what you're saying, but I'm going to tell you what it is going to be. As mm-hmm. far as fantasy goes, he will take the Kenyon Drake role. Like that, that's just what's going to happen. Now, yeah. I don't, I don't know what that entirely means, but that that is what's going to happen. And now to talk about what you're saying about our offense, we don't care about running backs. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's the other thing you could say. Yeah, we really don't. So we Probably just have Kyler. to. Tyler. Yeah, I mean, we just have to have one. So what this does as, you know, a Cardinals fan, it is kind of actually sneaky good because now we have a second that we don't have to spend on a running back. So we can draft another corner. We can draft an offensive lineman. So it is a good depth move um, as far as filling holes that we do really need to fill, even though you could say we need to fill a running back hole, but we don't care about that position. I mean, would you... Would you rather have James Conner and Chase Edmonds and a second round pick or have Chase Edmonds and uh, Michael Carter? That's a tough question because I'd have to see the way the board falls because there are a lot. And it depends on what we do with our first pick, too, because if we don't mm-hmm. go corner with the first pick. And I like the first pick, you know, insert whatever it is that I like here, mm-hmm. then I would really want that second pick because I think we talked about it in our mocks about how I like this corner class a lot. Mm. So if it went that way, I would like to have my pick. Mm. But if we went a different route and, and the board didn't fall the way I wanted to, then yeah, I'd be like, yeah, give me some, a young dynamic guy, like uh, one of the UNC boys or, or we go a little early on ETN or somebody, you know, that just sounds more sexy than James Conner at this point. A brief tangent to that point. I, a couple of weeks ago said that 
J.C. Horn is 100% going to be a Cardinal. Like, there's just no way he's not. I, I'm not sure he gets there anymore. I'm yeah, lo- yeah I'm he's, lo- he's, he's rising. I'm losing confidence daily that he's going to be there. He's like, super rising, and I'm not liking it, and it sucks. He's, he's, mean, one, he's, he's one of those players, the more tape you watch, the better he gets. Yeah. And, it, and, it's, and that's all these people are doing is watching tape, and it's like, oh, well, he's going to just keep sl- yep. zipping up the board he a little does. bit. He does. He does. Yeah. I mean, he might go right after Sertan, like... <laughs> I mean, would w- would you be upset if they took Greg Newsom there at sixteen? No, I wouldn't be upset. Um, I might. I think be, he will be there for sure. But I might be happier with old injury injury McGee because it's like at that point I kind of if I don't get take the gamble. Yeah, yeah. just take, exactly. Just take the gamble because he could be the best corner out of this class, and that's that's mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, I think injury away, he is like Caleb Farley, who we're talking about, yes, is, exactly. is 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 the best corner. He's one of the best players in the whole draft. God, but I, like, I don't know. I, I just when I see Patrick Sertan, the way and how big he is, and how he just like I mentioned, he's before. my favorite corner. I mean, he he looks like uh, to me, yeah. he looks like the best. But you'll never, you never know, you never know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I, I still would pr- probably take a, a healthy Caleb Farley, but I, I that's. I, I love Sertan too. I think this is a very big pro Patrick Sertan uh, part two. I mean, this uh, is the podcast. first time where the top guys have all been this nasty and big and fast. Like, it's it, it's the, a combination the size. Of, is yeah, nuts. It, it, that you want in the quarterback position. All these guys, yeah. fucking all the top guys, have it, man. And it's wild that they all do because it's you ask for like one or two of these traits that these guys have. You know, when you're drafting a corner. Um, Brett Coleman did a, a video today on J.C. Horn, and he, he just read a list of all the future NFL receivers he's had to cover. And I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Because he had to cover all the Alabama guys. Uh-huh. He had to cover, mm-hmm. over the past two years, had to cover all of the LSU guys over the past two years. <laughs> and and there's the the two guys from Auburn this year that are going to get drafted. Um, just like uh, the, all the guys from Florida that are going to get drafted. Wow. He, he was the guy on Kyle Pitts on, in that game. Like, the, the dude is as battle-tested as anyone in this and draft. That's what you want to see. Any position. Yep, any position. Because, like, what he was asked to do is also – because he's a man corner, a man corner, man mm-hmm, corner. Mm-hmm. So what he was asked to do against those guys is what he's going to be asked to do, you know, week one rolling out there. So, like, it, he has the most transferable tape of maybe any prospect in the whole draft. Because it's like, just do that again against the same people. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. I like yeah. That. All right. That, that's the show. That's the show. It's been shown. All right. <laughs> Thank you again for showing for the episode of Football Hot Boys. If you want more of that, go ahead and follow us on Twitter. I'm at Wisco Kunze. Pete's at JellyX2 underscore. And Clark's at TC131HotBoys. Keep following us on Facebook. I'm going to be posting those uh, hilarious uh, sports cards on Facebook, so look mm-hmm. out for those for the next couple of days. I'm also just going to start throwing those up there. Uh, just be, everything I text to Clark from now on, I'm just also going to put on Facebook. Everything he texts to me, not just the cards, but everything. Yeah, just all all the big throbby picks I send yep. them on a daily basis. I can't wait so for somebody end up else on to there. see him. Yep, that'll definitely get us attention of Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you again for joining us, and until next time, stay out there, boys. Peace. Later.